0: now stepping into the new mindset. There will be a long journey ahead, but never lose sight of your vision or give up on your goals. The process will be different for every individual, so do not compare yourself. The best teacher in life are your own experiences. Failures are part of the process, but success will be achieved by turning your failures into lessons. Always stand on your 10 toes, never settle, never fold, and remember, the greatest investment is in yourself. And with that being said, this is the Neek Mindset.
1: Cash, camera, action. Let's get it. What's going on everybody? Today, we got a special guest with me. Nico, Nick, DJ Nick, if you guys might know him. What's up? We are on the Cash Camera Action Podcast. And I don't know what episode number this is because it's a pilot season. I'll edit it, put it on. But remember, make sure to subscribe. But yes, we have Nick here on the podcast today. And this guy has a very interesting story. Um, I met him a long time ago it's probably probably at the club or so maybe he was DJing or I ran into him or whatever some some to that degree but this this man right in front of me he's a DJ very passionate about it and then um over time over over like the 10-12 year span I've I've followed him on social media I started to notice that he's he's doing a lot of business things entrepreneurial type stuff so I want to bring him in today and and just talk to about this transition because it looks it looks like that's that's where you're headed right so what's going on with that
0: So basically, like, the main reason I got into DJing was to, like, pretty much make sure that everyone has a great time. I love seeing people, like, enjoy themselves. They could be sad or whatever. If you play the right song, they're gonna be, like, motivated, hyped up. And that's what I'm all about. You know, I love seeing people have a great time. Cause, you know, life is way too short. So tomorrow's not promised. So with that being said, you just wanna, you know, Live the best life every single day. Of course. So that's of course. that's exactly why I did DJing, and you know, with this whole COVID thing, like it really put things on hold. Um, so yeah, I,
1: I feel I feel like um, a lot of people in the creative space, including myself and a lot of people that I that I work with, had to pivot and find an alternate path to what they're doing either or like you know focused on some some business stuff focused on some administration stuff or focused on um, some side hustles or you know or, or I, I, a lot of people ha- are bettering themselves in, in in a particular way too so I, i'm i'm assuming that in this time it must have might have been really difficult um uh, because of covid and everything right
0: Well, it was difficult because i'm i'm a very social person i love meeting people i love just interacting with people so because of that you know i found an industry where i could do that right. and i could still help out a lot more people so that pretty much opened my my eyes to like a better opportunity in my eyes i mean music will always be part of my life you know yep. it's my passion and i mean like i said <laughs> it's never going to leave me like it's in my blood
1: i, I see that i see <laughs> that i've been doing
0: it for 16 plus years so it's just in my blood
1: Awesome, yeah, man. I so. mean, I hope I hope when COVID gets back up, you can you can get back on the decks and and start spinning and making people smile and and really like vibing up the crowd. Cause there there there's nothing worse than a DJ that doesn't know the audience, <laughs>
0: right? <laughs>
1: that doesn't know the audience.
0: Hey, to all you DJs, I mean, yeah that, that that's very true. I mean, a lot of people just don't really, I guess, connect with other people. That's that's the issue. I feel like when those kind of DJs like, don't play the right tracks. They're just kind of just looking at their laptop, just kind of thinking of what would be best for them instead of what would be best for the whole entire party. And,
1: and, and I feel like that's a good um, takeaway. Uh, as a DJ, you understand that you have to be flexible based on the situation that's 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 occurring. And kind of like COVID right now. And I feel like that's why you're, you're able to adapt because you've been doing that your entire 16 DJing career. Right, because if you weren't able to adapt or be flexible or understand the situation and and roll with the punches, you'd be sinking right now. But instead, oh, yeah. you walked up into my to my studio looking like a rock star, man. So I know <laughs> things are I know, I know things are doing good for you, right?
0: Absolutely, man. I mean, if if you know you you have you have to pretty much take control of your own life, um, and if you don't, then you know things things could just go bad you know things could go sour on you and you just have to worry about the things that you could actually control versus the things you cannot control You know, of course so don't worry about that that type of stuff and just try to just you know continue progressing and like becoming a better person like whether it's personal development mm-hmm. um just asking people like interacting with people that's why i love interacting with people because i learn a lot just talking to people
1: of course yes i
0: mean they'll always talk about their mistakes which is Awesome, and it's uh, very helpful, you know, because it'll prevent you from making similar mistakes or, like, I guess, super costly mistakes.
1: Yeah, you know, and I think that when you learn from adversity, learn from mistakes, I think that's the best part. That's that's the one thing that you can grow from, especially in in business. You're gonna have a lot of mistakes. You're gonna spend some money. You're gonna do some dumb stuff. Oh yeah. But uh, (laughs) you know. Don't do it twice, you know.
0: Yep. Or or even if you do, do do it twice, you know, just learn from it. Like, try to take a little bit of whatever you learned and just make it better.
1: Yeah. So so let's so let's 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 go on that on your business, man. Like, what what business things have you been doing, man? Because I really want to know.
0: So, like, majority of the business that I have been doing is more on the investing side, the financial side. Oh, investing. Um, investing finances trading you know
1: so so for all you listeners right now this was filmed end of november and if you were to look at the stock markets just you know around this time frame anyone that's investing right now in anything especially in the stock market and or cryptocurrency or basically anything um you took off so I'm assuming right now, if you because you're into trading, things are looking really, really good.
0: So speaking about that, it it really is kind of on hold at the moment because we don't know for sure if Biden won. Oh, so oh, so, oh. so depending on who's the actual president is gonna determine a lot.
1: It it it's and it, you know like I didn't think politics was going to come into this, but I want to talk oh, yeah. about so, this. Right? This about is great. No no, 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 this is great. This is great. So, like, um, so I talk to a lot. I have a lot of um, high, you know, CEO executive uh, circle, and we talk about this all the time because we we understand that the election has a major impact on where politics is going to go and how it affects business and what regulations and all these things yep. come come out. Right? Like that's just and and at, at this age, I never thought I would be so into politics, but due to the industry that I'm in and the reason, because it has a major impact on our lives, I just I had to, I had to get into it. I had to start consuming it. Um, but I'll tell you right now, as as a tax guy, because we don't really know who's going to win. But it seems it seems like you know it feels like Biden's going to step into into power. But it looks like the Senate is still going to have majority of Republicans. Biden won't be able to pursue massive legislative changes as what he thought he would be. And due to that kind of uncertainty um, was some of the reasons why um, stock markets went up because that means the current tax legislation will stand in place, right? So Biden wouldn't be able to to drop, to go from 21%... Corporate tax rates and shoot it up to twenty eight percent. Like there's gonna be pushback because because it wouldn't pass in legislation. Things things of that nature. Um, and that's a big reason why things are going up. But then if all of a sudden in January, if the Georgia runoff, the Senate, um, if all of a sudden goes blue, then things things might change and you know m- tax policy might change in that direction. But at the moment, it looks like there wouldn't be any massive changes right now based on what I see.
0: Yeah. Unless he does an executive order.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: I mean, he could override the Senate just like Trump did, you know? So, it really depends. But they really have to, like, think about it because they could lose a bunch of business in America if they do increase taxes, corporate taxes. Yep, mm-hmm. A lot of people think, like, yeah, we should tax the rich, but at the same time, the rich give people jobs. And you know, if, if we don't have jobs, then our economy is not going to be moving,
1: right? You know? I mean, so, there, there, there's a whole bunch of of theories of and, and in which, and which direction it, it wants to play. You know what I'm saying? And and which groups um, want to advocate for which side? You know, you know what I'm saying? So it, I I I am very very interested to see where this is going to go because it's always going to come because wherever direction it goes, because I'm a guy that does you know. Three hundred fifty tax returns a year. <laughs> I have so many questions. Hey man, that's, I got to ask so many questions, man. That is incredible. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, but even with that, like, um, I, I know a guy that went from twenty k to hundred racks on his portfolio. My uh, one of my good friends told me he's up, you know, thirty thousand on crypto, and, and it's like, man, this this is some wild times right now in the investing and trading market, and I, I hope. I remember on one of my earlier IG videos, I said that, this is back in March, maybe in this month, but right now is going to be the best time to invest in the market. If you guys invest right now, while the pandemic was, hit, was going down, you this is the best time to, I literally said, this is the best time to invest.
0: So I, I don't know if you heard the same, but it's pretty much, this is the time that everyone is lab- labeling the greatest tra- uh transfer of wealth.
1: Yes, yes. Right
0: now, during this time. So, yeah, that's definitely so. Um also another huge factor that is playing into like the markets and all that is a vaccine. So they have two companies currently have vaccines at work, you know, one's 90 90- Ninety-three percent accurate. Well, or yeah, one 90, um, uh,
1: or 95% and ninety-five percent and ninety-one percent efficiency. The reason, only reason why I know this is because I have a massive amount of money in these vaccines.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Why I you want to let them know? It's I mean, I've been, I've been, I've been really,
1: really trying to 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 see where it's gonna go. Um, but I think right I mean, now with the the, uh, the current vaccines um, stocks are priced with with the intent that they're gonna go. Cause remember, when you uh, a lot of a lot of stocks are priced with a future point yeah, point speculation. of Speculation. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, I really hope the vaccine does come out because a lot uh, a lot of the companies that I helped through the pandemic really, mm-hmm. really uh, are struggling. Um, and uh, for the companies that I, I'm managing right now, thankfully, I was able to manage and help them get through the pandemic. But I've I've given some of them grim forecasts. I was like, Hey, look, you know, if the vaccine doesn't come out by March April, the company's not going to exist. And 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 I, like just like this based on facts, figures, you know, historical trends, how many customers you have, and all this stuff. I'm like, Hey, if it's not here by March April, it's not going to exist. I'm saying that right now to your face, so you you understand so, that's what's going to happen.
0: Well, that's where adaptability comes into play, yeah. though. So you yeah. gotta adapt. I mean, whether it's going online. That's a huge, yes. huge, huge, huge area market. for for people to make money right now. A lot of people are still scared of it, you know. They they're still super comfortable with their nine to five. They'll rather do that versus you know trying to do entrepreneurship. Yep. So, yeah. So, but it, it's just not. It, it's it's just the fact that they just don't know which direction to go in, you know. But if they find the right mentor, that would be an easier decision. Or, like, it'll open up their eyes more.
1: Yeah, I, I want to talk about mentorship so much because I feel like without talking to other people, sometimes it's very hard to understand the path that is best for you. Even just a discussion, a healthy discussion on where you want to go can can help pick, point you in the right direction. I mean, there I have a mentor. I talk to him all the time about the, the path that I'm taking. Sometimes we argue about whether what's the best path, but the fact that we're having a healthy discussion about where to go mm-hmm. allows me to make better informed decisions, or at least think about these decisions. With that, if I hadn't have, and the truth be told, a lot of the stuff you see me do, and the reason why I've grown to be the person I am, is because I had a mentor. So I absolutely love that you mentioned a mentor just now.
0: It's very critical, man. I mean, I've had one for DJing. I've had one for the industry that I'm in currently. Um, it's very critical.
1: Yeah, I feel like people just don't use YouTube as your like your sense. mentor. <laughs> you you can you 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 can learn a lot on YouTube and get your skills, Absolutely. but at the same time, it doesn't replace an actual human being conveying experiences or assessing your current day situation and figuring out whether it is the best for you, you know? Like, yeah.
0: Well, not not only that, um, you know, a lot of people have heard the saying, you know, knowledge is power, but the truth is apply knowledge is power. Yes. So like having an actual mentor, they're going to make you do things, you know? And if you don't, then I mean, I mean, they can't really force you. Unless they're a good mentor, you know, they're going to be like, dude, what's going come on?
1: Come on, what are you doing?
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's it's, oh, it's very critical. Um, but with YouTube, you cannot do that.
1: Yeah, no. You're just no kind of on your own. You're, <laughs> You're like, your own. Oh, man, my God. Hey, oh, you know what's crazy about YouTube? This is just a tangent, like not even part of the podcast, but I always have all of these um, clients that come to me. They're like, yo, I watched this video on YouTube. They told me to do like this, 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 and that. I followed it. I'm like, bro, you. Are you kidding me right now? And it's like about taxes and all these things legal, oh, Like, they're like, yeah, like they said to like open up an LLC in like Wyoming because there's no tax. I'm like, motherfucker, are you kidding me? You live in California. Your warehouse is in California. You don't have a warehouse in Wyoming. Like, how, how are you? I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, no, close close the Wyoming LLC, open the one in California. <laughs> like, dude, like, and he's like, what, really? I'm like, but you, no. Talk to a professional. Don't talk. Don't, don't listen to YouTube when it comes to that stuff, right? I feel like if it's if it's accounting, taxes, legal, HR, don't like rely on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I look. I have videos on YouTube about tax and stuff, but I always say make sure to talk to your dude to make sure it's correct.
0: Well, I mean, there's a lot of regulations. To so there's many regulations. A lot of laws that go into play that a lot of people don't know about. Don't know about
1: know. man. Um, so. Um, we talked earlier, and, and you mentioned um, that you basically do a lot of the the stuff that we see you on, like, a very uh, surface level. You basically did everything from, like, the actual DJ, the music production, the pictures that we see, the editing, the, the content that you produce. You would think that there's, some, there's someone behind the scene doing it for you, but you did it all yourself.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you have to. I mean, you got to... you. In order for you to actually work with a team or, like, build an actual effective team, you have to know how each, I guess, role player is going to play their part, you know? So it's it's good to actually dive into that, even if you know, like, little fragments, you know, here right, and there. Right. So you know, and that way you're not super bossy towards them. You actually could put yourself in their shoes.
1: That's major key. I, I, I want to touch on that uh, because, obviously, I'm I'm in a... I'm a CFO, controllers for multiple companies, uh, consultant for multiple companies, and I see this all the time, where supervisors are placed into positions where they actually don't know what the role entails. Uh, so there, they are are barking out orders or having keys, goals, and metrics that they themselves don't know how to achieve. <laughs> how are you going to tell me how to how to achieve these goals if you yourself don't know how
0: to do them? Exactly.
1: Right. And it, it's it's. That's some companies, they hire people from other industries and, but I feel like if you're, if you're mad, it only works if you're managing people that know how to do those things, right? That's where it works. If you're, if you're a good, like moral team effort motivator, and then there's like a, um and then you have a uh, six people that are the head of these departments, but they, at least they have the experience on how to execute, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And, and that's the only way it works, but in smaller companies, these people are placed in positions where they have no idea what they're doing. And the fact that you, you've been able to dabble and understand these intricate parts for the business makes you that much more powerful when it comes to building an effective team down the line.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very critical, you know, because like I said, it, it all plays into like micromanagement. No, no one wants to be micromanaged, especially like yeah, they're your supervisor, but if they're not going to actually do some work, they're just going to order you around. You're not going to want to listen to them. Right. That relationship is going to be bad, you know from the jump.
1: Yeah, like we talk about leadership, that's one of the things that I always tell my team is, look, if you don't think I, I can I can do your job, I'm show you right now. and I will literally show them how to do it, do it faster, so when they see it, they're like, okay, this guy ain't bullshit no more. I I understand why you're in the business that you're Absolutely. in.
0: Absolutely.
1: Because, because I'll say, look, oh, you know what? Let's switch for a day. I will do your job. You do my job for a day. And and, let, and let's see how it goes down, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, to, to go off of that, too, a lot of people nowadays, um, I mean, I used to be kind of sort of like this, um, but I grew, you know, after doing personal development and stuff like that. But a lot of people make a lot... of excuses you know mm. like just like simple excuses so by you doing all these different things that eliminates their excuse you know exactly so then you you pretty much talk to them and be like so what type of excuse do you have now you know yeah, there like, shouldn't be any there, there's no there's no reason for you to make an excuse i'm doing this <laughs> that and this and that so i mean if i could do it and i'm still being you know the, the supervisor you could definitely do it
1: hell yeah I understand that you are going, you are venturing into some new businesses. What businesses are you are you like getting getting into now?
0: So pretty much, I'm with this company. Um, we go by IX Global. IX so, Global. So you plus multiple people, you know. So we're trying to build a community, and pretty much what we are trying to focus on is being like kind of like a, a Netflix of entrepreneurship. Gotcha. So we're gonna have multiple ways to make money, make income. Gotcha. So multiple streams of income. You know, a lot of people you hear the saying, seven streams of income make you millionaire. Blah blah blah. So we actually have a company that has multiple streams of income all all into one. You know, so it's just pretty much your one stop shop. Gotcha. So and it's very cool. So so we're so let's let's go. Let's dive into iX Global. So yeah. How
1: do you join Ice Global and like well, what does it entail and what what skills do they want you to bring to the table if any at all?
0: So pretty much, the cool thing about this company is a mixture of different industries. Gotcha. So for one, like a big component of it is personal development, so leadership, and with that being said, it's building community, so network marketing. If a lot of people are not familiar with network marketing, it's just essentially bringing people together, you know, and expanding ideas and pretty much balancing off ideas and growing with each other, one another. Um, so what we focus on right now at the current moment is the financial markets. Gotcha. So we do Forex, which mm-hmm. is short for the foreign exchange market. Mm-hmm. Um, there is about $5.3 trillion traded daily on that market. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much one of the largest financial markets in the world. Um, all, pretty much a, a lot of people participate in that market. Banks, institutions, you have like people like you and I. Um, <laughs> banks. So, for example, <laughs> banks. If a lot of people don't know about this, banks are major players in the Forex market. That's exactly what they do with our money in the bank. So you know that little crappy little okay, my, my Go ahead, my, yeah, yeah, my, yeah. Okay. yeah that little, little crappy interest that they pay you on your money, that's the, you know, kind of uh like thank you for letting us borrow your money mm-hmm. for participating in the Forex market. <laughs> so like if you're letting the bank use your money to participate, why not learn that market yourself? Exactly. And actually control your money. So that's where the whole Controlling your money comes into play.
1: I mean that that's a perfect example. See, the reason why I I agree with you here. The banks will take your money, and they will have a design portfolio that includes stocks, real estate, life insurance, foreign exchange, commodities. We're talking about everything, including straight up cash, um, and investments to all that stuff, and. Basically, you get your you know point zero one two four two five percent, and they're gonna go like thousand X that thing.
0: Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! Uh, yeah.
1: So, and, and and look, this is cash camera action where we will talk about these things. And I know a lot of people that look. I I prefer that people put their money into any of the things that I said versus just leaving there, leaving it in the bank with cash. Of course you want a rainy day fund and you need to spend money every day, but above and beyond that, go run wild with whatever passion you have in whatever industry it is,
0: you know? Yeah, and and, and as I guess people might not be aware, but like money loses value over time. So by you leaving it in the bank, you're actually losing value. So you're actually wasting an opportunity for you to actually increase your portfolio, get out of your situation, and, you know, get to that wealthy stage, wealthy level, you know?
1: You know, know, as, as a tax guy, people always ask me about, like, retirement and savings. I mean, for me, like, my dad died with cancer at age 60. He didn't get to okay. see. He didn't get to see his retirement. He didn't get to get, have his fun, right? Yeah. And I remember him telling me like, man, I just wish I started having fun sooner had I known, had he known his fate, right? I tell that to everyone, like, look, I, I seen his eye. He told me like, if you want to travel, go do it now. Because yeah. <laughs> like you said earlier, right off the beginning of this podcast, tomorrow is not promised
0: yep so very true
1: when when you're investing don't invest with the intent i mean yeah invest with the intent for like 30 years from now (laughs) but a majority of what you want to have happen is kind of more in the present more like i guess more in the five to ten year range versus trying to invest for the the 30 year range out for me just just because woo woo a lot of things can affect it, taxes, policy, regulations, look, climate change. I don't know if people blame climate change, but if the if, 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 if it goes a couple of degrees higher on average, in, in the next ten years things are gonna change. <laughs> you know, so very true. I mean a lot I'll, of things are gonna change. A lot of things are going to change. I'm not even going to go there, but just just some of that stuff. Um, I like. Let's go back to Alex Global, Netflix of entrepreneurs. You guys are focusing a lot on personal development, leadership. Love that. I love that. Everyone Absolutely. needs personal development. Everybody needs to learn how to be a leader or at least find a leader, find a mentor. Um, we're talking about um, they are focusing on the financial markets. Uh, foreign exchange and I, and I cut you off earlier so let's let's get oh no no' Um
0: so yeah basically we, we are involved in that market um also we do binary options, which is pretty much it's similar it's a, it's kind of like a branch of Forex um and we dive into crypto crypto is a very big market well it's not huge yet, but it's getting there um it's getting a lot of traction right now. Yes, And I'm actually really excited about crypto. I am super invested into cryptocurrency. I do a lot of research. I would say like at least four hours a day. That's good. <laughs> so That's I, good. I do a lot of research. Um, I, do, I, I do actually look at YouTube videos. <laughs> and, um, and, but I also do read a lot of actual documentation because the crypto market is based on speculation currently.
1: Yes. Yes, of course. So, and, you know, I'll tell you right now. Anyone that is watching this right now, one of the biggest reasons why this guy this guy is being successful in what he does, did you just hear what he just said? He said he reads. <laughs> he look, he this is the operative word he reads yeah, four hours a day about the industry that he's investing into. I get a lot of my clients and like, hey, should I invest in cryptocurrency? I'm like did you read anything about it no (laughs) no no then no okay like or or at least at least read about it before you ask me that question you know and whenever anyone asks me anything about what should i invest in i say invest in the thing that you know most about or want to know most about yeah if it's about biotech go into the biotech then you you'll find out which biotech is the best biotech, yeah. right? Which biotech company? If it's in real estate, then we'll go into real estate. Figure out you know if it's if it's condos or duplexes or commercial or residential or you know or international, you know, right? that's where you want to go. If it's about gaming, we're talking about esports. Esports blowing up right now, right? People people post Call of Duty is posted on Sports Center on the top ten all the time, you know. So Man. so not even gonna go there, but it, I tell people all the time, look invest in what your passion is or what you want to know most about because at least when you wake up at 6.45 a.m. and you want you want to look at these stock markets, at least when you read an article about that particular industry, at least you're interested in it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> at least you're interested in it. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, shit, you know? Like, okay, that's great, you know? Ah, <sighs> damn. But, but yeah, dude, reading a lot, four hours a day and, and really just understanding what you're getting into, that's the reason why you're successful in it.
0: Well, I mean, it pretty much goes into any type of investment. You have to know what you're investing in, like you said. You know, if you don't, then you're you're not going to be able to like handle any type of things that happen. Uh, you know, that go wrong the opposite yes. way. Yes. You're just going to be like, I mean, it could possibly destroy you. You know, mentally, and that's that's what you pretty much prepare yourself for when you do research.
1: Can you can you imagine? putting money into someone's hand and not knowing what they're doing with it. No, never.
0: That's
1: that's that's what I
0: would never do that. You know that's called <laughs> that's
1: called a 401k. <laughs> oh yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh that's
0: yeah. That's
1: called the 401k. Oh, oh okay. That's called
0: a 401k. <laughs> We're really going Unle- into that. Unless, yep, yep. unless unless
1: you go unless you have a self-directed 401k and you and you actually do all of the distributions or allocations yourself, right? Okay, then then sorry, then that's fine. But like I said, I'd rather have people invest in themselves, invest in properties, invest in cryptocurrency, invest in stocks, invest in your business, you know. Um, that will pay out but way faster than you think. Yeah. My uh, one of my um, good friends, he invested, you know, thirty thousand of his 401k, now makes a buck fifty, okay? His his salary went from ninety thousand to a buck fifty, so then his salary at least, you know, I know there's taxes, but just talk about we'll pay we'll pay off, we'll pay off that first initial investment. Then, now, he's, he's making about 60000 per year more each and every year that he's working. So that thirty k is multiplying. This is more than, this, this is going to be like 100x by the time he's done with it. But that's the reason why you do personal development. But if, if you don't see that, the numbers in that fashion, you're blind to see how it really affects you in the, in the long run
0: yeah no definitely i mean to go off of that um yeah just like what warren buffett always talks about compound interest mm-hmm. so that's very important that a lot of people don't grasp i guess the ideas around that um but it's it's a good thing to actually research and learn about because your money does multiply over yep. time like you're like you were talking about so it's it's very critical to actually do research and, and investing yourself which you were talking about i'm very big with investing myself like i've always invested in myself um i didn't care if i was gonna win or not like to me it was making me a better person mm-hmm. of course so that's exactly why i would invest like even if i dropped a couple thousand dollars like i felt that it would make me a better person and it, it did you know i took gamble on myself basically yeah
1: I, I i spent so much money on my own personal development but i i feel like it's totally paid off
0: so yeah, uh, speaking about that, so we just launched literally like six months ago and we already have around like 10,000 brand ambassadors all around the world. So we're actually a global company. Um, Hence IF Global? Yeah. So we pretty much have a team in Nigeria going like crazy right now. We have a team in uh, the UK, all over S- South America. Um, and eventually we're going to hit other parts of the you know world pretty much. So with this industry... It could essentially help out a lot of people. And a good thing about network marketing, a lot of people don't know about, it's you you actually get a 1099. So you have a lot of tax benefits with that. You know, you Ooh, could you, you could write a lot of things. Off. Right. A
1: lot of oh my <laughs> god. Look, I talk about this all the time on my channel, 1099. You guys, you guys might be bored of it, but remember, 1099 is the key to the greatest tax playbook in America. That's where it is, man. You see everything you see right here? Wrote all this off. I actually wrote off all these pictures frames that I put up. <laughs> wrote off the subscribe button, wrote off this oh, light, this bamboo sticks that I purchased. I mean, anything, Um, I a lot of loopholes, but without the 1099, it's hard to take advantage of the tax playbook. And if you have an easier path to, access a 1099 type position, maybe something like IX Global might be something worth pursuing.
0: Yeah. And like essentially, if you ever wanted to start a business, this is a, essentially a low price point. And you don't have any overhead. So the company takes all the heat, right? They're, they're, they're providing all the services. They're providing like all the resources and you're essentially, you're just helping them build.
1: Check this out, um, which is
0: incredible.
1: And then when we talked about resources, we're talking about mm-hmm. HR, legal,
0: yeah,
1: accounting, right. um, infrastructure, rent, facilities. Because one of the biggest things in companies, because is the overhead cost to manage a company. I had a gentleman come to me the other day with a business proposition to, and I don't want to, I don't want to go, I don't want to name, name names or companies, but he had a business proposition to me, gave me a piece of paper with a brochure outlining the details of the business, basically, how to run the business, how much money to put in, and what the anticipated net profit mm. would be. I looked at this brochure, and, up, and because I'm a CFO, mm. I looked at it, I'm like, dude, they don't have overhead listed on this brochure. I'm like, well, what happened? What about the, the rent, utilities, infrastructure, improvement, like, you go rent something? When you rent something, it's just a building. You have to go buy and do things to it sure, and yeah. then have all that stuff. And I'm like, dude, just, just, just that alone for this kind of company, it's going to probably be at least 200 grand just to even to do it. Oh, yeah. And he's like, Oh really? I'm like, yeah. So this is the reason why, but uh, how many other individuals saw that same brochure went into that business and basically got, got played. Oh yeah. It got played. Right.
0: Well, that, that goes back to doing your proper research, you know, that's huge and the mentors Yep, that's very huge. So
1: I'm glad that he brought that to me, as a and I'm, he's using me as a resource. And then he's like, "Oh my God, thank you! I I could have made a, a massive mistake."
0: Going back on that though, mistakes are good in business. So, yeah, yeah, they are. So they don't are. don't ever write if you do have a failure, just turn that into a lesson. That's it.
1: So, uh, dude, uh, I know that like coming from the. One of the one of the major like sticking points for a lot of people on podcasts is very interesting because every time I talk to people, they always mention that a lot of the reasons, a lot of the people that they networked with was because they were involved in like the party scene, right? Okay. And and it's crazy to me because everyone that I interviewed or on the podcast, they always, they always mention like, hey, uh, well, what was one of the biggest points? Oh, because I I was in a party scene, I met some person and and I was able to do X Y Z, right? And I feel like obviously in your DJing position that's gonna gonna ring true to you, okay. but I I feel like it's super it's super funny that um, that's like a common theme in like the people that I'm meeting, and it may it may not be just coincidence. It may just be because. Um, maybe that's where the out, most outgoing people go or that's where people that want to start the business go or like, well, that's where they start and things just kind of blossom from there. What, what are your thoughts on that?
0: I just feel like it all goes back to networking. Is this networking, right? Basically. It's just networking. So that's, that's why this transition was very simple for me. And that's what I'm actually trying to bring this to the entertainment business, you know, because a lot of people, they're very passionate about being creatives and stuff, but they don't get money from The jump, you know, right? You either have to have like a, a song that's hitting, you have to be on the radio, you have to have like something that goes viral. So, a lot of people don't actually make money, but they want to continue creating. But then, if you don't have money, how are you supposed to live? Right? How are you supposed to pay for stuff? Mm-hmm. So, that's why doing this industry, iX Global, um, it, it allows you to do that. So, you could actually like invest. Um, I'm actually trading right now on my phone, <laughs> um, so like. <laughs> Yeah, you could essentially make money wherever you're at, as long as you have a smartphone. And back in the days, you know, only people with like an account size of like a million dollar plus were able to participate in this market. But now it's available for everyone to do it. Yeah. And there's enough money for everyone to win like millions of dollars it's a true. day. It's true. And still, there'll still be a lot of money there.
1: Exactly. And and that's, that's called pivoting, you know you you want to be creative but at the same time you need to be able to eat you know you gotta make ends meet and like he said without having that hit song without having that big contract it's hard to be a creative without you know some sort of other job or making making yeah. ends meet and that that's basically what it is you got to network your ass off it's not what you know it's who yep. you know that's what it is. That's what it's about, man. Your
0: network is your network, right? <laughs> ah, That's what they say all the time, and it's very true. It is. It is. Grant Cardone, you know, attention is the new currency. So if you have attention, you get a lot of attention. You're gonna have a lot of connections. You which is gonna eventually lead to more, more money, more leads. You know, it, it all goes in a circle. A lot of people don't see it, but once you just start hanging around with similar. Mind of people, you'll start picking it up. That's
1: and that's what happens. Yeah. That's what we're ending, man, guys. Say one more time. Say that one more time.
0: Grant Cardone, what he says is, attention is a new currency. It might not be the exact quote, but he pretty much describes you getting more eyeballs on your, you know, whether it's music, um, YouTube, or Instagram. If you get more attention, you're going to get more leads, you're going to get more business, you're going to get a bigger network, pretty much.
1: That's what it is. And when you have a bigger network, you'll have a bigger net worth, baby. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Like guy,
1: man. This is a cash camera action podcast because at the end of the day, business is like a movie. Find a problem, figure out a solution. That's a business story arc. In a movie, there's a problem, then there's a solution. That's the story arc. And that's what it's all about. Neek, it was great to have you here today.
0: Thank and you, bro. I appreciate it. Well, Make sure to subscribe to him.
1: Subscribe. Subscribe. And well, we'll see you all next time. Thank you for
0: watching. Peace. Peace.